Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now that the camera's on, we was talking about what the... What the oh, we're talking about... I don't know what you're talking about. Fine. You know, I'm going to say exactly <laughs> let's, get to this, let's get to this bear <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Yeah. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. We got the squad in the building. Yeah. yeah. What's good? What's good? Nothing much. Nothing much, man. We out here. Uh, listen. Listening to national media pundits all day. Mm. Listening to uh, narratives all day, mm. which is all they do. Right? It's all, that's all they do. That's how it always ends up. And now all of a sudden, it's starting to sound like Justin Fields <laughs> isn't the worst quarterback we've ever seen in our entire lives. When you uh, when you hear him talk, there seems to be a little bit of a different tone in their voice around Justin Fields. And so we want to talk about that. Also got to talk about some of the things that we're going to see uh, heading into this game and some of the comments from Luke Getzey and different things like that today. Lewis Riddick pretty much ripping Luke Getzey's game plan as well, which I think he's the number one guy that we got to talk about on this whole thing. All that and more today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Can't finna get mad because I still ain't got the other intro on there. Let's go. Here we go. Oh, I thought you was going to put in your two weeks. I thought you had left the screen on that mug. I didn't know what was going on. That man said put in your two weeks. I was putting in the two weeks. <laughs> really thinking about Hey, you know, I've never hey, bro, it, y'all uh, seen two weeks. Hey, side note. Y'all seen that uh, Y'all seen that podcast that the mug said? I think it was a, a freaking um, one of the Logan Paul or something like that podcast where them was like, hey, we putting in our two though. weeks. And it was like. Yeah, two weeks. Like, it's a podcast. He's like, oh, well, this is our last episode then. It's like, how do you quit a podcast? Like, don't you just leave? Like, you putting in two weeks trying to be respectable on a podcast? <laughs> like, you're going to go to another podcast, podcast or something. Like, no, like, I'm going to let you on a mic after I already know you hate me. <laughs> I'm not going to let you just speak to the world on my platform after you hate me. You know what I mean? Hey, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to show love. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. You leave that five-star view. Y'all already know what to do. This is the only channel to talk Chicago sports. Hot Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us. Boys, how we feeling today, man? Not too bad. A little under the weather, but I'm all good. I'm here. Let's get it. Hey, that's what we do, man. That's what we do. We fight through. Yeah, you know I mean, we don't we don't take days off. No Zach Levine. I'm just playing. Shots are fired. Not crazy. Actually, more of a shot towards the organization because I feel like they are forcing him to take days off. But that's a whole different conversation in itself. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat as well. Let's jump into the topic at hand, boys, because uh, does it feel like the national media is flipping on the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields again? 
I mean, now it just feels like, right, every morning we get up and we hear about Justin Fields in some capacity, right? We're hearing about what the Bears are doing. And now all of a sudden, it's like Matt Canada got fired and they were like, okay, there's a new offensive coordinator. We got to figure out who's the next offensive coordinator that we got to hate. Finally, they've come around to figuring out that Luke Getze is the offensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. And we're finally starting to hear some of the things about Luke Getze that I think that most Bears fans have been saying all season that he's not uh, uh, he's not good enough. He's not consistent enough. A lot of the reasoning behind the 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 issues that people have with Justin Fields Screen goes pass. into his game plan. Yeah, I mean, like. Screen pass. Yeah, screen pass. Another screen pass just happened right now. Get ready for Detroit. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on uh, where the national media ad is with uh, with Justin Fields and, and with the Chicago Bears team as a well? whole? I don't think it's just Justin Fields, right? Because now it's starting to be Fluce is doing a good job, but Getsy might be the issue. Justin isn't the issue anymore. Now we're seeing the entire change come out. The funny thing is you kind of knew that this was going to happen. You know, the Bears for the first time in a long time was the talk of the town when the season started. And then all of a sudden things didn't work out as well. We kind of saw that, you know, we knew the media was going to turn on us then because we gave them a reason to, right? The team sucked. We didn't look good, things of that nature, right? So it is what it is, right? Um, but it's it's always been something of, of note that the media has always been hopeful to some degree. But then they put a lot of the blame in some of the wrong areas or they spent so much time trying to beat into us that it needs to be a quarterback only conversation when in all actuality, you know, like you just mentioned, Justin Fields didn't get the same treatment Kenny Pickett did for a while. Kenny Pickett mm -hmm. was considered this mm -hmm. nice QB who just didn't have an OC that catered to what he needs to do. Yeah. Yet we see, see Justin Fields run for 1200 yards was a decent passer in college, yet we don't have that same smoke for Lugetti, who has done, what was it, 21 screen passes? Jesus, that many? Last game? Last Against game? Against Minnesota? Last game was 16. It was, game. it was a lot. Yeah, it was 16. 16. It was 21. a lot, though. 21 is crazy. 21, I mean, 16 is crazy. You know what I mean? 16 is crazy, but 21, we got to we gotta run them out of town with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> yeah, no, right? So it's like, it's funny that, you know, we're not taking it down that path. <laughs> uh, it's funny how just is just uh, all right. I'm gonna just jump right into it because I'm, I'm kind of tiptoeing around it. Lewis Reddick has to be one of the worst on air personalities when it comes to maintaining consistently with his takes that I've ever seen. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's why he's on the thumbnail right now. That man literally just sat there two days well, ago. I made the thumbnail. That's not why I put him on the thumbnail. Let's not say that. I don't know if I agree with that take, but I dang, what I, just, I can hear myself. I can hear you too. Where, where am I being heard from? Hello? I don't know, but I'm going to keep the smoke. I don't know. Uh, mainly because he did a radio show, and in that radio show, he emphatically said that he would pretty much move off of Justin Fields. That's Within the same 24-hour span, he walked that back so far. I mean, legitimately, mm -hmm. he moonwalked that joint back. And at that point, it, he didn't even say, I stand corrected or I got new information. He just had a totally different take. And I'm trying yeah. to figure out what changed in 24 hours because we didn't play. I think I think there's there's... So a lot of time when you're national, right? You know how it goes when we try to talk about everything, when you're watching everything and you actually have to do it for a living, there's a lot to watch. There's a lot that you got to sit there and break down. And a lot of times you're not watching the teams that are cheeks. So I think Lewis Riddick made his statement on flash. What he said on ESPN 1000 is flashes get you fired, which is a bar. There's no way I'm walking that back down. But he was speaking about Justin Fields when he said it, or he was speaking about he was having a conversation on Justin Fields, we'll say, 
And it seems like he's kind of moved off the fact that the conversation was about Justin Fields. So he wasn't speaking specifically about Justin Fields in that moment. But what he was speaking about was, you know, that flashes get you fired, which is true. That is a excellent point. Seeing people have flash moments is what keeps people on teams that shouldn't be on certain teams, but they have those flash moments. Guess what? Chase Claypool is probably going to get one more job because of the flashes that he's shown in his career. So he's not wrong in that sense. But then he comes out uh, on Get Up. I, I mean, I think the interview was maybe a week ago. Comes out on Get Up yesterday morning. Uh, and basically says this, uh, there's so many questions around the play caller and whether or not they're putting him in position to succeed. That's not what, um, that's not to absolve Justin of his own issues. And he has some, but there are bigger issues going on there. And, and I, I, to me, I can kind of, you know what this comment tells me? He finally sat down and watched a bears game. <laughs> he finally sat down and watched a full game from beginning to end. Doesn't mean you don't have to talk about these guys, but if you're sitting there on the panel every morning and you know you're going to have to talk about Justin Fields, what are you going to do? You're going to go watch the Justin Fields clips, look how he played, see what he did on the field as a whole. You're not sitting down watching a whole game. Bears have had now three primetime games, and I think that Thursday night game was the last primetime game that we, we had had. Mm -hmm. And he probably went back and watched the all 22 and said, how you throw 16 screen passes, my boy? Because again, Lewis Riddick is coming from the, at this from the player perspective. And my favorite part about all of this, when you listen to the media members, Justin Fields is the devil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. the players. Yep. When you listen to the people that play against him, when you listen to the players that are on cold. the field, yeah. when you listen to the coaches that have to actively coach against him, they all go, he's a nightmare. I hate game planning for this dude. <laughs> McDaniels was like, could you please stop ready? <laughs> Facts. Nah, you ain't lying. Hey, you, hey, you know what? I'm 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 gonna throw this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna throw uh, it, it from a different angle. I'm a, I want to go the conspiracy route because I think since we're getting down that's to the end crazy. of the season, I know. I'm just thinking. I'm just, no, I'm just not, no. It's not a pause. It's not a pause. But that's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it from a different angle. That's come on. <laughs> that's crazy. Is that a pause? Hey, man, I'm I'm not. Come, come on, man. Come on. I think if you force it in there, it's a pause. Wait a minute. <laughs> can I can I get on my point, please? <laughs> Good God! Anyway, uh, as we try to get this ready. train back on, uh, wait, no, that's a pause too. Good Jesus! I'm hey, just I'm just messing we're not going to be petty. We're not going to be petty. We're we're like, not gonna my my thing is now. my <laughs> thing is I think that the uh, since we're down coming down to the end of the season with five games left, I think that there has to be a scapegoat. I'm just going to say it. You know, obviously the media is not going to say that, but I think that they're being put in a position where now they're going to talk about somebody who has to go. And because Matt Eberflus is doing a, a pretty decent job with the defensive side of this uh, this football team, I think that the scape is, scapegoat is going to clearly be Getsy. And it's also because Justin Fields is directly affected by the play calling uh, that he 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 puts out there for every every uh, each and every game. If you're going to evaluate Justin's play, then you have to evaluate the play calling to see if he's putting him in the best position to succeed. And so I think that even though 
you know, Riddick did kind of walk back his words. I think he's on point with that. As far as you have to look at the person that's signal that's doing and, and looking at what he's doing to make Justin uh, put in the best position that he can be to 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 be the quarterback that we think he can be. So that's my take on it. I think that they're now just seeing they know they need somebody that's going to have to take the fall and it's probably not going to be even loose. And the funny thing is, I'm going to be honest with you. It goes to this comment here in the in the chat. Shout out to you all for rocking with us, man. Uh, over 100 people. Get let's get these likes up though. If I start playing some uh some like weird <laughs> music or something like that, y'all ain't finna sit there and just do what's like that, man. Maria, Listen, like, get that. Maria. Get these likes up. Yeah, let Pat sing. Anyway, um, you remind me of a West Side. No, it's got it's got to be the whatever y'all. I, I saw what happened before I got on. Yes, it's got to be that whispering that uh, see the. Hey, that was crazy. It was like, oh my God. Hey, I don't know what he was watching. I don't want to revisit it. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to let my man live on that one. Um, but <laughs> I like crazy. this comment that was mentioned there. It said that uh, Luke Getsy called a lot of RPOs. And I've heard this before. I've heard people say this, that these some of these are RPOs. Now, if that's true, and I can't confirm that, and I know that some of it has been speculated. There's a lot of RPOs, have a, too. You do have somewhat of a 50-50 issue. Like, I really don't know, and I've said this before, and I've kind of gotten killed for it on Twitter for it. Uh, you're, I always felt like your OC only calls plays that they are comfortable with their QB actually executing. And if they if the game plan sucks, it's a dual thing. Maybe Luke Getzey can't call plays. That's very possible. That's the that's the that's the that's the theory I'm rolling with, realistically. But I have to give credit and I have to give some thought and consider that maybe he is dealing with a limited QB. Which is why Just for screen passes, though? you know, this that's why this is a 50-50 conversation. And I get why it's so polarized, and I get why we have this back and forth. I get why we spent eight, six, what, what however many weeks has been yeah, talking yeah. about it, and we really shouldn't have been. So it it there is a lot there that needs to work out. I don't think that anyone needs to be a scapegoat in this situation. Just has been bad enough on his own for us to have this conversation. Yeah. I think he's been the, bad enough the, on the his tough own. The part about that is, though, right? If I don't trust my quarterback, he don't throw it thirty-seven times. If but I don't trust, time, him, how do I evaluate him if he don't throw it? You don't trust him already. That's There's been no inconsistent this had. entire season, though. right? You know That's what I mean? Like if, if if I already don't trust my quarterback, there's no evaluation to be had. I don't trust my quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and it's not to say that there's not issues with Justin Fields, but to me, right. Why is it uh, for the people that say he doesn't tr Luke gets, he doesn't trust his quarterback, right? Luke gets, he don't trust Justin Fields. That's why he doesn't let him throw the football. Well, why did he let him throw the football six times in the first seven times in the second uh, uh, six times in the third in the Detroit game, destroyed the Detroit Lions the whole game. And then he got to the fourth quarter and he threw one pass. Why, why now don't I trust when literally Justin Fields puts you up? 21 points like why now don't i trust him that's my thing like the trust factor of it and i do think there is some aspect of it there i'm not saying that that's a completely dead narrative i'm not saying that that's not something that may be taking play into it but it's very weird for you to take the trust away from him when you gave him that trust the whole game Mm -hmm. Right, it's very weird for you to take, and, and really, what you're running is shout out to Coach T. Right, really, even in that that uh, uh, um, Vikings game, right, you're running more of a run check option. So you get a little peek 
to see if the blitz is coming. If the blitz is coming, boom, you get it out. Justin Fields executed the game plan. Now, are there still issues there? Yeah, 100%. I think that there's a moment downfield where Justin Fields has got six seconds with the ball. Darnell Mooney's literally going, please, Jesus. Just, mm-hmm. It's right here. I know yeah. it. There's no one. Waving his hands Nobody's like a cheerleader, here. yeah. Nobody. Oh, I got a, hey, Justin, right? Right here. Olay. Right here. He, got, he got the Olay. Right here. Right here. And then Justin threw it to a check down. Right? Like that. Like, there are those moments. And, and listen, I'm not telling you that Justin Fields is a perfect quarterback by any means. What I am telling you is that the evaluation can't just stop it, Justin. The flipping of whether he's a good quarterback or a bad quarterback can't just stop it, Justin. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's where it stops. Well, he doesn't trust the quarterback, so uh, that's why Justin Fields doesn't throw the football in the fourth quarter. But he threw it the entire game. Yeah, He trusted him to throw deep passes the whole game. And even under the blitz, right? My issue is not the screen pass. I think a lot of people think the issue with the game plan that Luke Getzey had is the screen pass. I don't blame him for that last against that defense. That's fine. That defense, I don't blame him for that's that. A, that's a fine game plan versus that. My issue is it's a when, conserv- they, when they know that, well, it's not conservative. Well, how much you going to do? I mean, right, when they, well, I mean, I mean conservative as far uh, as not throwing it down the field versus throwing it five yards well, the other that, way. And, and that's, but see, that's the difference. The conservative part comes in where you know they're blitzing. They know you're screening. Mm-hmm. You got to take one shot. Yep. You got to take, because they know you're screening. So guess what? They're leaning toward the screen as they blitz. But I will say this. Yeah. Justin has a hard time picking up the blitz. He's he's been it's been well, he got some he horrible blockers. No, too. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He you did a good that's job. That's the scapegoat at times, JC. You QB can set his protection just like this center can set the protection. Sometimes he doesn't set that protection. He just he sticks with it. No, he has a but very he, hard time. I, 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 but he did ahead. a good job in the last two games where teams blitzed him. I, he did a good job versus the Vikings. He did a good job versus the Lions. I right? get like you. He, he, he ran he ran the play the right way. There has to be some kind of option for the uh, for the defense. Like I'm gonna be real with you. I'm I I don't believe the Bears are gonna win this game versus the Lions. The Bears dominated the Lions for 56 minutes of the game last game. I don't believe yeah. we're gonna win this game versus the Lions. Why? Because the <coughs> Lions now know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lions Unless know exactly you, the game plan you're gonna throw at them. Now they still struggle with mobile QBs. Justin Fields should still be able to get out and move the ball yeah, and all yeah. that. But the Lions know exactly what's coming. And guess what? That's exactly what's coming. So you're basically saying they have no faith in changing up the or making adjustments to what the what change is he gonna make? What changes has he made the entire season? That's my point. That's my point. Which is why we need to evaluate the OC more than the quarterback. Because I think he plays scared when they're up. He plays scared, and that's what I meant by the whole conservative comment. Is that I think he doesn't have the trust in himself to do what he needs to do so that he can close out games. I don't think he's well, just I a think good that, play caller. I think that that's still right. That's still a lack of trust in your quarterback. There are, I'm not I'm not denying that there's a lack of trust in Justin to handle certain things. Yeah. What yeah, I'm yeah. saying is your lack of trust is getting in the way when he's actually playing well. Yeah. Your lack of trust is taking away the things that we actually think Justin Fields does well whether you think he's good or not. The, right, like, like whether you think Justin Fields is a great pocket passer or not, he's a great passer to deep ball. 
Mm-hmm. You got to throw one shot in there versus a blitz that you know is coming where you say, listen, Justin, we got to make sure we got to try and get them to play back a little bit more like they did in the fourth quarter where you drive down the field and you instantly get into field goal range. We got to get them to play back a little bit more. We're going to take a deep shot in here. You might get hit. Prepare yourself. I got to I got to play a little devil's advocate on that one, because I think that's one of the things where when he did have good line play, he held the ball too long. He had trouble, you know, actually picking up certain things. And like you just mentioned, with this whole blanket that came out of nowhere, by the way, <laughs> you know, he's like, he wasn't picking up the old you know, blanket. Yeah, he wasn't picking up those. Things. So when you have that coming, here's the thing as an OC, and I, I only know this because I've been like diving deep into whether or not I, I'm even on point with critiquing Luke Getzi. I, I, I really try to take pride in learning a little bit about each individual, what they're responsible for before giving a take on it. Realistically, he has to set himself, his QB up for success. And sometimes when you know your QB is deficient at things, you have to protect them from themselves at times. And I don't know whether or not Luke Getzey is doing that when it comes to like the diff. I don't like the screen passes, but I have to admit it was a probably the right thing for him to do. But then hearing him repetitively say, Justin has the ability to audible. Justin has the ability to call another play. Justin has the ability to do this and not see it happen. I can't sit there and say, man, Luke Getzey's ruining Justin. If Justin has the ability to do these things at the line, he's not doing it. And he should be doing it. Now I have to look at Justin like, all right, is this true? Because you ain't spoke out against it. You ain't, I ain't heard nobody say cap. I ain't heard nobody say anything against Luke Getzey when he says Justin has this ability to change this play. So if that's true, and I just heard myself, that's weird. Um, if that's true, then I have to give as much smoke as I'm going to give Getzey as to being conservative because he doesn't have that trust. As Justin, like, hey, you have to you have to earn that trust as well. It's not, oh, I did this in college. No one cares. Yeah. I don't care what you were in college. It's not translating to the major league right now. Right Here's now, thing, you though, are the, not that. You're not there. This is faster. You that ball needs to come out quick and stuff like that. Keep up. But here, like, but here's the thing, kid. thing, right there. Yeah, right. But here's the thing. Audible to what? Right. It's it's, it's, the, it's I don't it's know. The com, I don't know what audible would be. But, but he has the, the ability it's, to. It's the conversation. He has the ability to audible, but. If the play that you get called in is the right play versus that defense, why audible? Like it's the it's the right play. It's a fair question, but let me ask you all this: How right would you play. expect any of us to have that answer? Like no, no one here can no. answer that because it's like, hey, only Justin will know. Only that coaching staff would know. So it's a valid question, but unless we're in that room, we won't know. But if he has the ability to adjust it, then he yeah. has options. Yeah, what are those his, options? His, and are his, you reading the, the other, defense his, enough to know when to do it? That's, the other, that's a valid question as well. But see, here's the other thing too, right? There's there's that, and then there's also Luke doesn't trust Justin. If I don't trust the quarterback, you don't have the ability to audible. Most quarterbacks in the NFL don't have the ability to audible. Most quarterbacks in the NFL don't get to go up to the line and go kill, kill. <laughs> you, call, you run the play that I call for you and you... You get out there, right? Like, usually the guys that have – and a lot of times the audible might just be – it's not like Madden where I get to go triangle. You you go for a streak. You go down. Oh, the, it, right, it, it, it's it, not it, like it, that. Right. And, even, and even if you get it to that point, it's more of a rapport with one player, right? It's more of a – like Shannon Sharp talked about it when he went to Baltimore. He said he didn't know the playbook. The whole audible for Shannon Sharp was just get to your spot. Justin ain't had nobody on the team he worked with long enough to have that rapport with nobody. 
DJ Moore is his best receiver. And Cole Komet? We're in one season. Cole Komet, maybe, but like, what what are you going to run? Darnell Mooney, who he's missing? Like, you you just said it. He misses him often. Right, but your number one receiver is usually the person that you have that rapport with, that you have that audible with, because he's the person that's going to be able to take the top off for most teams. With us, we have a speedster who, in the situation that we were in on Sunday, or Sunday, was that Sunday? Monday? Monday night, I want DJ Moore going down the left side of the field because I know there's no safety help (laughs) over the top. That's the audible yeah. I want to see. Boom. All right, I got you at, at some point in the game, just attack downfield. Because what you did and what the game plan dictated, and even if there's he should have audible, whatever it is, what the game plan dictated was that we have one option versus the blitz, and that's the only option we're going to use. That's all we got. We got one option versus the blitz, and that's the only option we're going to use. We got the screen pass. All right, what else we got outside the screen pass? Another screen pass. <laughs> yeah, Let, nothing else. Now, you know what I mean? Like, that's not good game plan. Everybody looks at that game plan. It, all <laughs> of the players look at that game plan and go, well, yeah, I know it's coming. I know the screen's coming. I'm killing Darnell Mooney. Equinamia St. Brown don't weigh enough. Which, and, and again, these could be very valid points. But at the end of the day, that's why it's such an interesting conversation. And I can understand why people have flip-flopped on it because it's so weird. But at the same time, it's like that's why it's just like let these last five games play up because again, we don't know. No one can. Everyone's sitting there saying Luke is lying. How do you know? Like, how do you know? He said it publicly multiple times. Yeah. How do you know? Like, don't think emotionally. Like, think logically. How do well, we it's, know? It, it's more is it possible that hey, it, this person just like I've heard Justin Fields say he receives too much information. With one of the most cerebral positions. Yeah, he did say he's robotic in, in the head. Yeah, that's true. Like he's the one, it's the most cerebral position in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a lot of information is part of the job, my boy. Yeah. Like this is this is what happens. So, like, I get it, but like both could be true. And well, it's no, like, here's the here's the thing. It's not about him. To me, it's not about Getsy <laughs> lying, it's about what is the audible too, right? Like there's there's a uh there's a lie, and then there's a lie of omission. Does Justin Fields has the right to go up to the line and call his own play? Or does Justin Fields have the option to go up to the that. line and call the play that you've also sent in if this play don't work? Right? Like, that's that's really... That's the scenario where, to me, the game plan is... He, Justin is too tied to the game plan, which you should be tied to your game plan, but he's too tied to a game plan that, to me, doesn't fit his game. And mm-hmm. when we see the moments fit his game, he looks great. When we see the game plan fit his game, he looks like a great quarterback. But when the moments don't fit his game, we see him still perform well in those games. And I'm not going to lie. Like I said this the other day, it's a lot of moving of the goalposts going on out here. It's a lot of moving of the goalposts. Justin Fields well, you made, you made a good 37 on screen passes. You made a good point about how the fact that if, if if Justin Fields oh is not doing what he's supposed to do, I think this again goes directly on the OC and Luke Getzey specifically because he comes from a team where he coached somebody who already knew. Did we lose him? I don't know. He's been freezing already up the whole pot. Oh, Can he's he, back. Can you all hear me? Maybe. Yeah, oh, we hear you now. There you go. Yeah, you, you get glitched okay. right now. All right. 
your internet said no. you done working, right, so right. am I. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, if you can hear me, basically what I'm saying is that I don't think that Luke Getzey is the type of OC for Justin anyway because his his experiences hasn't been with the type of quarterback that Justin is. He's he's a he's a dual threat, and I know we keep saying Aaron Rodgers was a dual threat, but we're not talking about. We're not talking about that type of dual threat like Justin hey, Fields. Hey, I, I do, I do want to point out that I thought about y'all because uh, uh, we had uh, Glover um, from the Detroit Lions, a safety who played against uh, GQ Glover Quinn from the Detroit Lions. Oh yeah, 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 who played, yeah. Who played against uh, you know Aaron Rodgers? He said he was the problem with Aaron was he was very mobile in the pocket. And uh, uh, very mobile. you hear that it's like, in the pocket. Uh, uh, he knew how to manipulate the pocket within those five or six steps. Yeah, hey, like he moving get around outside, the whole baby. Don't play. Don't let. Don't. Don't. Hey, remember hey, the, game he, winning, he, uh, the game winning. The game winning. Hail Mary came boy. from the out, from outside the pocket. <laughs> hey, hey, Aaron Rodgers. Somebody Rogers. said my internet put in the two weeks notice. Hey, man, go my bad. They on you. <laughs> they on me. They on me. My bad. My bad. Man. That's all right. That's all right. Continue with your point though. No, basically that was it. That Lou Getzey, I think, isn't fit for this type of quarterback, and because you already saw that he tried to make him into Aaron Rodgers, tried yeah. to you know change his foot, uh, his step back formation, his throwing formation, like everything was was geared towards. I'm gonna make you somebody that I'm comfortable with, that I've that I've seen play and exceeded this position. I'm not going to play to your strengths, and so yeah. I think it's being forced now. Um, I don't think Getsy is the guy for Justin. It still, to me, goes all to, to the back to the OC. He's front and center here. And I think that's the interesting part about kind of what we're seeing now because over the next five games, I think you're going to see more national media go at Getsy. Mm -hmm. Very much like how they went at Matt Canada because yep. now they're paying attention because this is an actual storyline for the offseason. They don't expect the Bears to make a run. They don't expect the Bears to win none of these games. They don't expect the Bears to make the playoffs right. They expect us to control They expect the us to be in a draft race. They expect yep. us to be drafting for a QB, right? Like that, yep. that's what they expect. I do agree with that, Rex. Like a, a lot of people be talking about Getsy did all this great coaching with Aaron Rodgers. He got Aaron Rodgers at 37. Mm. He was already great. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was a Super Bowl champion before Lou Getsy showed up. Yeah, I mean, like. I keep, I do keep hearing that. They're like, but he coached Rodgers. I'm like, he was in the room when it happened. Right? Shout out Hamilton. Yeah, you know I mean, like <laughs> I, I will say that that's the that's the gift and the curse of that, though. Like, I can say, like, yeah, him coaching Aaron Rodgers means that he probably didn't have as much of an impact as we give him credit for. But he also coached Aaron Rodgers, which means that he probably has learned so much from an offensive side. He's trying to replicate that in Chicago, and Justin's just not Aaron Rodgers. Like, Aaron Rodgers is legitimately the most accurate QB. In NFL history, yeah, he's like, pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty like, good. like we can hate him all you want to, but like we're talking about one of the Mount Rushmore level QBs in the history of the sport. I mean, like you know, that's that's a lot. That's a that's a lot of pedigree right there. <laughs> hey, to to him, you know? Luke comes in, is like, hey, Aaron, you should try this. No, nah, that's okay. You got it. Before Luke can even get down there, it's like oh, the one the about? one thing that I that, that I do look at right is that listen, the, you can't sit here and talk about Justin Fields as if he's a finished product. You right. can't. But how do we get him in moving in the right direction for being that finished product? And I'll even offer this question up, right? Because I do think that a lot of people, when you see as many national media, it's not just uh, uh, Lewis Riddick. We're seeing a lot more national media members mm -hmm. start to get on the um, <coughs> Justin Fields isn't the problem train. When you start to see that, 
that probably means that they've heard something and they're already preparing to try and be right because in five weeks, nobody's going to think about a radio interview. They're going to think about what you said on TV. Facts. So you start to say some of these things now. You look like you were right all along. You keep your job. Told you, man, it's a conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) The truth is out there. I get it all, right? I get it all. X-Files. Gets files. Oh, no, that's the White Sox. Oh, God. But uh, we got two. That's the problem. That's the we got too many dudes with the last name Gets in this town. That's oh, no. We got too many organizations in rebuild mode at the yeah, same that's time. The that's what it is, nah, we got and both of them we have a Gets in them. Yeah, I mean White Sox got Chris Gets, Bears got Luke Getsy. We figured it out. One of one of the Gets got to go. Gets the fuck out of here. Uh, but no, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, you on it today, bro? <laughs> well, no, hey, Cubs. Hey, Cubs oh, yeah. might not even get uh Otani. Hey, 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 I can't hey, wait. Watch, I've been waiting on that. Bro, they definitely, they definitely not getting Shohei. I've been hey. waiting on that. Cubs fans was coming out. Like, that the man was going to baby. Like, he Let's was going to leave L.A. Hey, man, that it's man still a chance, right? to the Dodgers. Hey, he about to, he about to hit come the blanket again. He about to just grab his stuff. <sighs> and say, oh, come on. Just <laughs> this to the other locker room here. Let me... <laughs> Man, all right so, let's, y'all play. Gonna see. let's play ball baby y'all uh, gonna see. let me ask okay. let me ask y'all this though right because here's here's the tough part we're an organization in rebuild yep. there is a lot on that first year and if you depending on how the season ends in theory you got better i don't see the bears losing the next five you've gotten better you think if they're gonna go five get, and oh I don't think we go five and up. Jesus, I said I don't see the Bears losing the next five. Like, or I should, I said, I, I was said about to say you did just say that. I don't see, the, I don't see the Bears losing all of the next five. I should okay, say. Oh, okay. okay, five and oh shoot, so, <laughs> so an above five hundred record, hey, like hey, maybe we go five and, two, and, four and one. Nobody's fired, right? Hey, nobody's yeah. fired. We'll nobody's fired. Everybody's coming back. No, but oh, I, I don't man, see don't the Bears losing all of the next five. So in theory, you got better, right? And B. Bill says he thinks we end up seven and ten. We right. end up seven and ten, eight and nine. You won three games last year. You got massively better, right? Is there a scenario where no one's gone, where everyone comes back, where there is no scapegoat? Because in theory, Luke Getzey, yeah, uh, you, Justin Fields missed four games, but right now he's having the best games of his career. His QB rating right now is 108.5. His <laughs> interception ratio is uh, 12 to four right now, right? Like, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, these the, in, the, in his past five starts, let me rephrase it. In his past five starts, 68.7 completion percentage, 212 yards per game passing, uh, rushing stats, he got 291 yards, three fumbles, that's tough. Um, touchdown to interception ratio is nine to two. QB rating of 108.5. Justin Fields is playing well with Luke Getze being horrible. Kind of hard to throw. Hey, man, look. When you don't throw downfield, though. 100%. Look. Right? But <laughs> I'm just joking, dog. I'm, no, just no, I'm with you, though. I'm with you. I'm literally just stating it as the defense is playing better. In theory, over the past five Justin Fields starts, your offense is playing better. And in that last game, they found a way to win in an ugly game. I think if we finish out this season in a seven and ten, eight and nine range, Don't get y'all fooled. might be getting ready to round up everybody on a uh, on a on a 
Don't Third do it. time around, baby. Hey, continuity, baby, here in Chicago. <laughs> we doing that, dude. We doing our tours as uh, motto. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Can, there's a chance that we can win majority of these games, and it has nothing to do with our offense, and we've seen what that looks like. Uh, we've seen our defense in the past put us in good positions when we had QBs that we were on the fence about. Um, and so I'm not I, – I have, and I said this coming into the season, I've been killed for it. I still stand on it because you see what we're getting. This is not about winning these next couple of games. No one cares about winning these next couple of games. This season. Well, listen, they, they mm-hmm. should care because, in theory, there is still. I mean, in, in theory, we're theory. in the hunt. In, we're in the, the hunt, theory. baby. Listen, you, the, you finished. The, here's the thing. You finished the season nine and eight. Oh, you geez. did. What, what did we say? What did we say to start the year? I want to see the Bears be in the hunt. I want to see the Bears compete for a playoff spot. I want to see the Bears do what Detroit did. And that's you well, finished the right. season nine and eight. Nine and eight. You did what you Detroit. You were in the hunt. You did what Detroit did. You're right. You did You're what right. Detroit right. did. Let me let me not say that they you don't compete care. for a playoff spot. I'm, let I'm, me I'm not, not say doing it. They don't I'm care. not that's, doing that's it. Five weeks down the that's road. Listen, we, we, we I'm see, not going to Lewis Reddick this. I'm not going to walk it back a tough game. I'm not doing it. Listen. They care. Don't get me wrong. What I mean by this is we don't have – our goal for next year is way more important now than this. All this is is development and evaluation of Justin because he, he was down four games. And yes. if you don't think that's the case, listen to – like we. I know we're killing national media, but that's where we're going. No one's talking about the fact that, hey, the defense plays better. We all see the defense play better. Yeah. The only reason we're even talking about Matt Eberflus even still having a job is because the defense played better, and we saw his role in that. We also saw Ryan Post get him help on that end. So, like, we see what's happening there. The only question we really have is on offense. Like, let's be real. We expect our defense to get better with what we have and to be better next year as they have more time together and they're healthy. But No kid, one's questioning that. We kid. are questioning our offense. So I'm, I'm saying – these next five games are more about like I wouldn't be surprised if I don't see Justin Fields throw more time. Thank you, MacGyver. Couple games he's ever thrown. That's Joe. I don't know oh, why is his that, name is, that, is still that Joe. That. That's Joe. Oh, yeah, I that's don't know MacGyver. why his name no, is still MacGyver. MacGyver. Music, he got his. I can hear his fight song in my head. Yeah. Like like no one no one no one's gonna be looking at like Justin's probably gonna have more passes in the air than he's had his entire career over these next five games to kind of prove a point, which is probably going to be a good or bad thing. I'm not, I'm not here for either one. I hope he puts it in the air. I really do. Pre-injury and post-injury, and I dare one of y'all to come in here and talk about air yards or putting it in the air because we watched the San Francisco 49ers lose three games when Debo Samuel was out. And now all of a sudden they win in games again when Debo Samuel is back and Brock Purdy's an MVP again. Go look at them passes. Y'all tell me what you see. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But against Denver. We don't want Brock Purdy. (laughs) Against against Denver, did the offense not play better? That's Denver, dog. I'm not giving that. Against Washington, did the offense not play better? I'm going to give you Washington. Absolutely. Against Detroit, did the offense not play better? They played very well for almost the entire game. Yeah. We had a 21-point lead. Yeah. Yeah, they were moving the ball. You know what I mean? Like, the offense is, is playing better. Realistically speaking, right, Justin Fields gets hurt for the four games he's out. But realistically speaking, the offense has been better 
outside of the first three games of the season. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, what's the yeah, this all been good? Oh, oh, better, better. The better is uh uh because like, marginally, come on, let's hey, be real. Hey, hey, no, it's been it's been way better. But <laughs> Baby those steps. Four games, those four games when Justin was out, right? Like you had to you had Beijing in there, you weren't throwing the football as much, you were running the football a lot more, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you can say bet, and this is not me saying I want to keep Luke Getty. Y'all know I'm ready to. I, I'll pack his bags in his blanket over here and I'll send him out there with show wherever he ends up. As long as it's not in he's Chicago, coming here. right? He's now. coming here. Thank him you. and Shohei can be in the same spot next year because it won't be Chicago. That's how I feel about it. But it has been better offensively this year than what we saw last year outside of your first three games. I know people are going to say, but the first three games matter. Watch the NFL. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm I'm off of it. I don't care about a football team until week four. I swear I don't. Oh, Baki with the news. Pacers beat the Bucks. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, I was watching hey, that whole game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. You're going to look right up all the top stats. That's a team right there. I was watching that whole game. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. just I, go ahead was, and look uh, up the stats, P. You know that I'm about to look up the stats. Oh, that was that was that was bro. I, I said that that we were talking in my other chat about that. They were like, Oh, there's no way that the uh that the Pacers beat the Bucks. I was like, okay. Hey, but you know what? To to your point, Pat, uh, because I, I, I need to say this again. I've said this the last two times we've been on. Do not give me hope, do not give the Bears fans hope. I don't care if we go nine and eight, uh eight and nine, seven and ten. I don't care hey, this, if we this, win this the next what, five. Hey, that's what you told them, Jordan. Don't. We can't hear nothing that just happened, but I'm sure I heard everything. Right. That was the exact, I was gonna say I heard all of that. Y'all heard that. Like I, I don't, 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 don't take the fool's gold and think that just because this this Bears team is on the uptrend and they win the next five games that you need to keep Luke Getzey. This team does not need to bring every single person back if they went out. That that is not happening because as I've said before, they have better options out there for this team to improve leaps and bounds. You don't sit there and accept mediocrity just because oh we won a few more games and we we got it yep. together and we seem like we're we're we're, we're going hey. forward and we're moving upward. No, 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 no. Don't don't do that because my, this my whole boy. Chicago sports but, but landscape is all about is, mediocrity right now. Nine games. Nine games is not a few more games. <laughs> it's like it's triple what we won last season. I, I, I don't care. I, I don't that's, care. That's six games. That's six more games. We I'm tried say to lose I'm, last year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, you let you shouldn't even equate that to last year because we were trying to lose. Okay, so la last year, oh, even, even last year, fully talented, six, seven win team. Sure. That's still better if we win nine games. You're absolutely right. And I still <laughs> want better at the OC. So, so I stand give, on business give, give with that. I want Getsy out of here. Hear me out, JC. You do Wait. realize that when you say, I want better and don't want to settle for mediocrity, you have to open yourself up to all possibilities. And that's okay. going to be a possibility that includes running directly contrary to what you want to happen in Chicago, which means Justin may not be here. They go get an another QB who is going to come into a system that's already built for him potentially and okay. uh, uh, have that learning curve in that new system so you don't have certain different uh, traits and stuff like that. And they could do exactly what the Houston Texans did and probably go get an off, uh, offensive lineman as well to kind of shore that up. And now yeah. that new quarterback is benefiting from the things that Justin didn't have, sure. which is not sure. fair. But 
it will put make us better. We have a number one receiver. We could potentially draft another receiver. Like all of that stuff has to be on the table when you say, "Hey, I want to be better." So are you coming from I'm a Bears fan, or are you coming from a I want Justin Fields to have the opportunity fan? Which Bears fan? I don't care if if. if if I can take the fact that, okay, better may mean that Justin is out the door and we trade him to, say, Atlanta for more picks in the draft, then that's okay. They see, see the need for, uh, and, and they evaluate Justin's five is, games. The internet is like, nah, dog. Yeah, bro, you you got you got to fire, uh, you, you got to call Comcast. Man, what is going on with this Walmart connection? All right, y'all. Walmart connection. Walmart. Whoa, don't put yourself out there. there. Dang, no, bro. I'm joking. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, that's, that's we what it is. Screen. No. We <laughs> pressed the screen to come back on. He got we one. the screen to come back on, that, bro. We, he got one of them Walmart modems that he thought was on point. He thought he got one of them Walmart modems no, that he thought was on point. Just hit refresh so you could you could come back in. Jesus. Figure it out. I'm trying to help him out. I ain't trying to diss him. Pat, anyway. I'm sorry. Bears will be lucky to win two of the next five games. Maybe. Maybe they will. Give me a thumbs up when you're ready, too. But the thing is, right, if they win three, if they win four, right, like that's a – that's improvement. It is like that's, that's not That's not something to – and here's the thing. I will say this. I'm on the other side of it. I'm not on the bring everybody back. Maybe I'm on maybe flu, maybe flus. I would much rather have somebody who's a proven leader in the building. I'm more of a fan of having a uh, uh, offensive um, minded head coach next that has already done it. But I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what the game plan is going to be. And if, and if they do bring these guys back, because they won more games, that's usually the reward when you men win more games. Dang, I, I sent Joel a message thinking I was talking to Jordan anyway. <laughs> that's tough. My, that's tough. Let's copy and paste that one over. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy know, and he, paste he, that he one over. There you go. Somebody right. said them AOL trials finally ran out. He'd been hoarding them since Taco Bell uh, back Dang, in 2001. Bro. Hey, I put it back on the screen. He, he pauses hey, froze immediately. <laughs> froze immediately. Oh, and hey. it's a good question. I like this one. I like this one because I do think that this is something that the Bears might do even if they kept Justin Fields. Uh, tier two quarterback question, Michael Penix or Jaden Daniels? I'm taking all the flyers JD. on Jaden Daniels that I can, bro. J.D. Cole. I'm taking all the flyers Cole, on Jaden Daniels that I can. Because, I'm a Penix dude because I like I like to say, but he does have. I don't like I don't like how his last name spelled. I'm just yeah. wow, Pat. I'm talking makes about the name's play. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a thumbnails for the next. Hey, I gotta make the titles and the thumbnails for the next you know six years with this dude here. I don't like it. I, I that's a fact. It is. I gotta put it P E N I every time I type his name in. I'm a, a junior. I'm gonna call him MPJ. That's what I'm gonna call him. <laughs> anyway. Now you know I fool with an MPJ now. now there you go. There you go. Yeah, hold there you on go. now. You That's know MPJ right there, my boy. Hey, hey, we finally draft MPJ to Chicago, and it's the wrong one again. That's, That's wrong what we're gonna one. do. <laughs> hey, but I will say this: like, uh, it's necessary. I don't think any. I, here's the thing: we're going to draft the quarterback. Like that's happening. I don't think so. I don't think that that's a guarantee. I think we we have to. 
You I don't believe to. so. I don't believe so because here's the thing, right? You have to draft a quarterback until you put all the right pieces in place that it shows you that you have to draft a quarterback. But then you go draft the quarterback. Who are the quarterbacks that we're talking about being great quarterbacks in the NFL? There's a lot of guys that were taking in places that weren't the number one spot, right? Dak Prescott might win an MVP this year. Now we know what Dak is, right? Like he might win that MVP. Absolutely might not be up in there. Like, come hey, on. Hey, hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. All right. So we don't, when we talk about stuff we don't have to do, we don't have to get a receiver. We barely getting DJ Moore this rock. <laughs> so, all right, listen, we don't have to get a receiver. Well, I think, I think we you're have probably, to get a quarterback. I, I think you're probably going to end up losing Darnell. I think you're probably going to end up losing Mooney. So you probably you end up going out. I'm saying that we will draft one. I didn't say he oh. had to be a number one pick. I but you know what? I'm not going to lie to you, though. Why? I if, if you're just drafting one to bring him in and be, you know, you're basically drafting one if you're not drafting a, a high pick guy to be the next bridge guy until you find the guy or you find some magic out of this guy, right? Uh, you got Bajan. Bajan looked good. He looked okay, okay right? right? What does Bajan look like behind a better offensive awesome. line? What does Bajan look like behind a better wide receiving core, a better running you, game? My you goal know what is, you just said, though? You said Bajan, D2. I'm talking about I'm talking we, about. we now have the opportunity to draft the D1 QB with against better competition, maybe a little more ready for the league. Like, I like Bajan, don't get me wrong, but, like, if we're going based off pedigree and stuff like that, yeah, we're going to let them battle it out for our QB2 and potentially QB1 if we move on from Justin. Like, that's – Brian has to do it. If these – all right, it's predicated on these next five games, obviously, but if these next five games are him and – we him and Han and still, there's yeah. a QB walking into Chicago. You don't have to like it. That's a, that's a smart business move. Like, everyone so. everyone kind of agrees with that. Like, if these next five games are very inconclusive, the conclusiveness that the, the consistent thing is going to be your GM's getting a QB. Here's the thing, right? If 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 these hmm. things are very, if they're inconclusive, if they're what what is he doing? What where did <laughs> come he on, go? man? He probably right filling there, in for me because my thirty day membership just ran out. Yeah, you your internet is is on zero percent right now. Man. Joe can't even Joe. You let him in too early. He wasn't ready. Right. Oh, there he is. <laughs> we can hear him. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> Super producer Joel Holt in the you, you there? Hey, Joel is crazy, dog. Can you hear us? Yeah, I hear you. He's, oh, okay. All right. Oh. This man answered just to not say nothing. Hey, this man got <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, one drink or two. Mr. Clean from vacation. Hey, hey I, know I, it, it. I know it's not two because I was there for two. Oh, well. It's probably number three or four. It's all That's good. all right. Yeah, You're a good, baby. man. You're good, man. I'll see you tomorrow in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right now, uh, no. What what I was saying was right. Like the good, the smart business move to me has nothing to do with the quarterback position, and I think it's something that Ryan Poles has done. The smart business move to me is attack the positions that are the most of need right now. Whether you feel Justin Fields is not the guy long term doesn't mean Justin Fields is a terrible quarterback. Is he good enough? Right? Mm. Is he good enough with? a starting center in there that is a consistent starting center? Is he good enough with a left tackle that is Joe Alt? Is he good enough with a Marvin Harrison Jr.? Is he good enough with, right? Because even if he's not good enough next year, after I add all of this in my third year, then yeah, you really do have the conversation of, yeah, you're not good enough. That's telling. 
Yeah. I, I, have, but the next quarterback that, that comes in back on center position, you get you get a veteran at those positions. You don't draft for that, considering what's at stake for Justin. Why you don't get why, a rookie? Why you can? Wait, why wouldn't you operational talents? You were yeah, talking you, about first rounders. We're not talking you, about you, what you, Braxton you could Jones be getting was. an all pro left tackle in the first round in Joe. Good. I'm not saying you couldn't, but I'm also saying that there's a lot of logic, and it's been reported that you can actually go with a. We got some decent free agents next se- hey, season. We, we, we went with those veteran centers. We went with veteran centers. You know, they we, sucked. All the offensive line. Here's the thing about offensive linemen that are on the market. They're usually <laughs> not good. Yeah. There's a reason they hit the market. They're on the market. Right. Case in point, Mike McGlinchey. Orlando or now I will say this. Orlando uh um Lucas Orlando Patrick. Brown Jr. was good. Yeah. He wanted to be a tackle so that he could get the bag. He got the bag. He needed to be a guard. <laughs> yeah. It, it's more about no, you have to draft. You pay when you pay for free agents, you're paying for the, the lack of being able to draft well. So mm. no. We you, now, can, you might be able to find an a a free agent center, right? To like kind of ease in your rookie center. You can also got, hey look, but we got free agent centers. You can find mm-hmm. the Keem Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> you can find, a, you can find a Keem Hicks who was like a, a mid player, but some guys develop and finally take a while to develop into their game. Uh who's the guy a guy that really stands out to me was um uh oh my goodness, he was a defensive end, like six foot eight, and I want to say from what I remember, he took a while to grow into his into the NFL body, so to speak. Uh, it can, it, it's it's not it's losing my mind. On the Bears? No, not on the Bears. He was. Oh, okay. That's why I was like, forget it, because I can't remember. But there are cases of guys that come in the league and they they have some talent and they take a while to develop. I mean, even even to your point, Leonard Floyd, right? Until after he leaves, he gets a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. Now he's averaging what seven sacks or something. Where he didn't do, he never he never fulfilled what he was supposed to do here in Chicago. Yeah. Gets in a system that it and I you know what the one thing Glover Quinn said to us today that I think most here's the thing. Everybody believes, everybody believes the players should overcome the system. And I keep telling y'all, this ain't basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Must really be in a game that it takes 11 people to do a ballet on a field perfectly. And if one person don't do their job, which we just watched on Sunday, right? If Equinamia St. Brown makes one block, Darnell Mooney scores a touchdown and gets a 60-yard reception perfectly, then it don't work. Glover Quinn was talking to us today, and he said, you'll never believe how many players are destroyed because they're in the wrong system. Well, that's cool. you'll never believe how many players were. And he, I can't think of the player that he brought up. It was oh boy, Steve-O. Thank you. That's my man. That was a great name. That, 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 that was a Steve-O. Good job. That was a crazy ghetto in that. Hey, hey, we're connected, bro. That's yes. He that was my insane mind. Hey, that lets me know Steve-O needs to be doing something with his time. Oh, Steve, Steve-O, Steve-O's, uh, he, he be on point with the football. I, I thought, I underestimated his power a little bit. I'm not going to lie Hey, hey, hey Steve-O needs to go ahead and do a Steve-O uh, Speaks NFL. <laughs> he knew, be because he knew, he knew that dude was 6'8", but it took a while for that cat to develop, and he became a, a solid, you know, player. So those are the Akeem Hick type of guys that you yeah, want to yeah. get in free agent and then come up. But you want to draft your blue chip players all the ways. I mean, the, the 85 Bear team. 
They got he three. Was go it two here, rookies on Joe, them? Joe, Joe. I'm Joe, just saying that they Joe. drafted rookies on there. He's got to go young. with what he knows, P. Don't be mad. No. <laughs> oh God. Look, man. Look, man. I'm not I think here. To, I'm not here to do the Super Bowl show. I just died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. Sing the rap. You know the we rap. Are the Super Bowl. Word for word. <laughs> no, the point Doubling is. Crew. Drafting well, that team was made up of a lot of draft picks, not necessarily a lot of free agents. Now, of course, the free agent was different back then. Okay, I'll give you that. A lot different. Or actually, it wasn't a free agent. Actually, it wasn't a free agent. You're right. There wasn't one. Free agency back then was like, please let me out of my contract. I killed everybody in the building. Somebody asked, what what is in that glass, Joe? What's in that glass? (laughs) (laughs) This man went back 40 years. I'm but no, saying, I, I, what I was well. saying was right. Like how important systems are, and that, and that's what Global was really telling us is that, right? Like even I hate to do it, but going back to the '85 Bears, right? The '86 and '87 Bears didn't work. Why? The system changed. You end up moving on from Buddy Wright. The system changed. Yes, you still have the same talent. Yes, it's a it's the same system. But Jim when it's not the hurt. same guy calling the same system, the system is different. Guess what? <laughs> John Desai called the same plays Vic Fangio Oof. did. Lord have mercy. He sucked. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say this though. Jim got hurt though. They had a the quarterback position was not st- stabilized. They still had a lot of talent. Man, who are you can talking I about, Jim? Who? Jim McMahon. Can I can oh, I put this out okay. here though? I, I get where we're going with this, right? I'm with the you, question. Hunter. Still is yes, you can d- draft a Hall of Fame O lineman that that a guy that potentially becomes that. But in the situation we're in, where we're trying to piece this together so we can finally evaluate our guy at QB, mm-hmm. is that really what you want to do? Because it's not as if that kid's gonna. You can't guarantee that kid's gonna come in and be that Hall of Fame O lineman. I'm like, not. It's going to take time. So while he's developing, I'm I'm predicating my QB success on his protection. I guarantee it doesn't you. Make sense. My my point but is I, my point is not that you're trying to get convinced about Justin Fields. My point is that you have bigger needs right now than the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Right? Like everybody's like, oh, you got to get the quarterback position right. How about we get the team right? I have a defense that the linchpin of the defense doesn't exist on this team yet. I, and I kind of I have, I have that, a, I, 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 listen, if I send Caleb Williams out there, I, 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 you, instead of using a pick on Justin or on, uh, on something else to help the offensive line or the offense in a whole, I send Caleb Williams out there in the same circumstances Justin Fields is in right now. Right. No, no, the no, no, success, no, 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 no. The it's, it's, it's like, it, but it's, it's, the, the same. It's, it's like Pat Mahomes. Like it's not, it yes, is. listen, yes, it is. No. Not only did he sit out a year, but he had one of the best O-lines at that time. That was a 13-3 and team that he went to. So the whole point, like Pat's point is that if you create the home, create the structure, create everything for the environment for, yeah. this, for the quarterback, it doesn't matter who. You can thrive if they give the guy some time. We have seen Tua, Tua is a prime example of that, right? They, they bought Forget it in him. Tua. Dak I'm, Prescott. He's always had a good line. He's been mid oh. the whole time. <laughs> But he got a good line that made him a good player that got him a big contract. Yeah, but I'm it's with possible. you all. But you know what? You like Dak, Dak Prescott is one of them, right? But Dak Prescott has always had more promise to be a good to great QB. 
No, then who? He was a fourth round pick. Dak Prescott was a fourth then, round pick. Then who? Who are you comparing him to? Pete? Zero expectations. What I'm Tony Romo. Like, if Tony, if Tony Romo doesn't get hurt, he probably just retired maybe a year ago because he'd still wait, be playing there. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to understand what you're saying, Pete. You said more promise what than I'm saying who, is, Once they put Dak in. They rolled with Dak, and Dak gave you enough to kind of like feed off of, right? He gave you enough promise to sit there and say, "Okay, we can ro- work and roll with this guy." Like I remember you know when that, that season. You no, know what why? I'm saying is, is like because Tony kept dying. Because Tony, you know kept, why? So that's fair. The the argument isn't should we get an O lineman. I'm all there. I'm there for that, right? But when you make the statement, there's no other position more important. There's more other positions more important. I'm like, not if you still have questions, because that's the one position where. You shouldn't be on the fence. You can't be on the fence with the guy that has the ball in his hand most of the time. Like, you can't be on the fence about that. So PK, if you're on the fence P- about PK, that, I, and you have the opportunity to, to have potentially, potent, like, we don't know if these kids going to work out. You miss on, like, half the first round. Pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, But, like, if you have that opportunity. There's been, there's been what, 12, how many rounds in now? There's eight, eight, six rounds, right? Seven rounds. There's four out out of 14 picks. Actually, Ryan Pace is doing pretty good. Out of 14 picks, Ryan Pace has six starters. I'm I'm sorry, not Ryan Pace, Ryan Poles. And if you go QBs draft in the first round, you half of those are busts. Like, so I'm not sitting there saying that that's there, but you got to look at it like you're looking at it from the from the aerial view, not if Justin can be six years down the line. We're talking about year four. Do what am I doing to make sure that he has the best opportunity for me to say, yeah, I'm going to extend this guy in year five. But like, but that's a very important contract because there's hundreds of millions of dollars tied to it. But it, mean that you, to, it doesn't mean I can go get a younger that. kid and I don't have to worry about that, and then I can share everything <coughs> else. Like, yeah, that, that, that means, but, that uh, means you're no, saying that he's worth. That means you think that he's going to get a Pat Mahomes type of contract. He's not huh. going to get that contract based on whatever his productivity is. So the whole point I is did, that we want someone. You said pace. Huh? I'm listening to you, dog. It's a, oh, no, no, I mean, but the, happy when I said pace. Yeah, yeah, I, I meant <laughs> polls. <laughs> but the point, the, the, <laughs> the, the point is that at the end of the day, if you don't give him the right scheme for him to thrive, if you don't give him the line to protect him, it's not going to work. It, he's okay. I'll give you this. I don't think he's done enough to where he clearly he's not done enough that he can overcome the adversity of this team. But I don't think a lot of quarterbacks really can. And the problem is the microscope is on Chicago because people, the national media actually believe in fields, which is why they get so much. He's getting so much press right now. And it was like, they've never talked about Chicago like this. But to your point, to your point about, but the other point is why Dak is thriving is because they've had one of the best offensive lines. So he's been a mid quarterback with one of the great lines. Jalen Hurts has a great line and he's, they got a good scheme and they and they back and they, they support Jaylen Hurts it. Is, is has a great line and he looked mid to me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still I'm back on the Jalen Hurts' is mid train. I'm sorry. He looked he looked I mean, but what but about Brock, Brock Purdy for the team? The thing. But what, the thing. what about feel, Brock Purdy as well, though? Like we feel like Jalen Hurts should be doing more. Yes, that, right. that's all right. We sure. feel like Jalen Hurts should be doing more. But, the but here's whole, the thing: Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts wasn't good. Until you gave Jalen Hurts the pieces, and this isn't a Justin Fields argument. This is a team argument. This is a right? team. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, receiver. Um, when you line. took away a major piece from Brock Purdy, like everything else is the same. Offensive line was the same. You lost CMC maybe in there for a week, but for the most part, right? Your receiving crew was the same. Your play caller was the same. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the offense couldn't score, and they lost three games in a row. You gave Debo Samuel back to him. 
and, and they just beat who we thought. Now they're dynamic they again. The yeah, they're dynamic. Forty nine to twenty three. No, yeah. it's still a team game. Everybody. But what I'm what role. I'm saying is, when you give these guys the pieces, I don't care if it's Justin, Caleb, Penix, whoever it is, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, P. Kid, whoever you want to throw out there behind <laughs> the quarterback position. He's definitely not going to I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like that. You got to work on that throwing motion, buddy. Whoever you want to throw out there behind the quarterback position, right? Like, to me, when you see those quarterbacks thrive, we all look at the same thing. Tua thrives when Tyreek Hill shows up and Mike McDaniel shows up to give him a play caller uh, 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 or to be his play caller. Um, freaking uh, Josh. Why can't I think? What's up, boy, in Detroit? Oh, Jared Jason Goff. Go Josh, Jared, uh, Goff. Jared Goff. Oh, Jared, Jared Goff, Goff thrives when he gets Amon Ross St. Brown and Ben Johnson, who basically goes, y'all know he actually could throw the football? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you, he's just only you, been to a Super Bowl. Like, you, and, and look, and look, and 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 an offensive line that can keep him upright, right? Like, you see these guys thrive. We see quarterbacks thrive every single season with the same conditions, and only with the Chicago Bears do we go. He shouldn't need that. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson can pass when yeah. somebody decided to give him an offensive line and a number one wide receiver. That's a go. crazy novelty thought. Excuse me, dog. <laughs> like, we see every single successful QB get the exact same situation. Are there a couple of yep. outliers? Sure. Deshaun Watson's an outlier. He was a freak of nature. We should have drafted him. We should have took. He's the outlier. Every QB they've had is outlier so far, right? I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It's pretty impressive how they find him. Hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, listen, right but no, but but look, but look here. You got to make up for it at a certain point. You got freaking uh, David Carr sacked 79 times in 17 <laughs> games. Yeah, you know I mean, like you got to make up for it a little bit. But for, I, well, the, I think too. The thing, bro, he got sacked a lot, bro. I, I, I we'll, we'll Carr was one of the most sacked. sacked dudes. It changed that dude. He was changed. It was like 74. Fam, fam. He's the his, most sacked quarterback. Fam, here's the thing. Time, yeah. He's tra he's training a lot of the guys that are now successful. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the problem with he them was. He took Joe Burrow from being a, a 16 and 7 quarterback or whatever it was <laughs> to 50 touchdowns. Yeah. But what happened? The Texans, they thought they got the left tackle in – um. Oh my God! He came from the, Tony Baselli. About to, oh. They got Tony Baselli, and they had drafted David Carr. Yeah, David Carr, number one. So, <laughs> but Baselli never stayed healthy. They could never get the left tackle right, and that dude, they could never build the line all the way. So the whole point is like, again, if you don't have the line, now imagine if the line was there to protect David Carr. His whole career Jesus. be different. We have, we need hey, that center hey. really bad, and we need that left tackle. <coughs> Jesus Christ! Here go what? David Carr numbers. Rookie year, he got sacked 76 times. I'd have quit. His second year, he got sacked 15. <laughs> Third year, he got sacked 49 times. Fourth year, he got sacked 68 times. His fifth year in the league, he got sacked 41 times. And then after that, he <laughs> basically right, head was out. the backup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm head out. Find, find um, <laughs> look up Cutler, Cutler's sack numbers, because he got killed. Was it the second one at first or the second year that he was oh, here? First, first well, year he got like 50 sometimes. What what year whenever, did he get killed? How many times? Jay Cutler with the Bear got sacked. Uh, no, well, you look at the year, year, like first year 35, second year 52. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's that second that's, year. Because John Tate retired again. 
when you don't stock up on that that the line, John Tate was like what 31, 32, and was like, I quit, I'm done. And they yeah. had no backup plan. You yeah. need linemen. We had Gabe Karimi, baby. Ooh, no. Chris Williams. All them. Did he oh, get hurt? Now, now, here's hey, a the funny problem, thing, though. It's not that. It's just that Gabe we lost Colombo. We, hey, we weren't able we to drafted, get Chris When Williams. we drafted Gabe Karimi and I saw his legs was this big, <laughs> I said, <laughs> we, we might be in trouble. Wisconsin. We might yeah. be in trouble, boys. I don't know if y'all know this or not. We might be in trouble. Hey, but the I, problem I will is, say this, is that. Though. Colombo didn't work out, and then Chris Williams didn't work Chris out. Chris Williams didn't work out. Yeah. Gabe Karimi, you know, it's like if you. I was you high on Chris Williams on too those, on those picks. I will say this: at the end of the day, there is a lot to fix here. There's, there's a, a lot. lot there's a lot of fingers to point, a lot of blame to go around. Just oh, as you yeah. can come Andrew up with an Luke? argument of how much we need a better OC, he did smartly you know, retire. You could be a Justin Fields fan. I we can point to some example of Joe Burrow not having a line and come still overcoming bad situations as well. Like and, it, he, and he's had season-ending injuries twice. Yeah. Hey, listen, but he his career might be going he, down the drain. So his career is going definitely going down the drain. I mean, they they spent money in that line is still not good. But I mean, he still can he play a hundred percent. He still is, might not uh, have Andrew a Luck didn't have a line was still dominating. Like yeah, yeah, there's those are guys that can like transcend some of the adversity mm-hmm. of a team but that's they're they're the outliers it's not a lot of them and here's the thing like those my, aren't the guys you talk well, about long term well my position with fields is this i'm rocking with him until it gets to a point like why he's good enough for us to do what we have to do with this team if we build the team around him we have two mm-hmm. more years even if he does not work out then we have to say goodbye but it doesn't hurt you to to have him here as like an Alex Smith type of guy, you know. Now I know, I understand. But the thing is that like the team, <laughs> Philly has shown you, Baltimore has shown you when you when you have when you scheme around the guy's talents. If he doesn't develop into that passer you that you want, you have enough time to move to someone else because you've built the team up. Yeah. Mm. And I if he probably- works out, great. And and I do I do like these comments right because there's people that. You, I, I tell I tell everybody, look into the numbers, update your narratives, different things like that. The conversation on CJ Stroud. Now, CJ Stroud doesn't have a good line. CJ Stroud's line is ranked higher than the Bears. CJ Stroud is a top 15 offensive line. Hmm. Yeah. The argument to that would be he's good, he's a good enough QB to get the ball out for it to look like that. I've heard that argument, and it's actually sound when you look at I it. I mean, l- listen, the, the, the argument on the other side is that What's Justin Fields has the, has the most time with the ball, but we also watch the game. <laughs> he's got the most time with the ball, but it's a lot of times because there's somebody getting back there, and he goes, oh, oh Jesus, hold on. Let yeah, me yeah, if, if, the left, bad, if the tackle lets the guy come through. How many times do we see that versus the blitz? Where Justin Fields just made a play get extended. That goes into the time. I, I'm gonna get you. I get why you that. Is it, why that is it goes Justin's, into the time? But why is it my, Justin Fields' fault that that, that the de- defense fails against Denver? That the defense failed against the Lions? Like, why is all that on Justin? It's Fields? Justin Fields' fault. Yes, he. It's he, all his fault. Like he has the to. Defense, he has to play defense on on. Uh, he has to play defense <laughs> and offense. He's Joe, a two way yeah. player. He's got to stop Russell yeah. Wilson. He's got to yeah. be a two way player. He's got to play quarterback and safety. He's got to like, be so then, time. So then, when you all mess up, and then he's in the position where he's it's almost hard to to win. Oh, he sucks. And here's the thing. I need people to understand. My argument isn't Justin Fields. Now, do I believe Justin Fields can be the quarterback of the future? 100%. I do. 
I think he's good. I think if he leaves here, he's going to go somewhere else and be really, really good. I also believe that no matter who the next quarterback is, I want the next quarterback to have an offensive line and receivers. What is so funny? And guess what, Coach T? I do like traditional style QBs. I do. Yeah, you sure do. I you do, do favor traditional style QB. What did, what did Pat say yesterday? You like your uh, your uh, I forgot what he called. He nah, we're not gonna repeat that. He, he likes I'm not for his safety and our, our spunky quarterback. He likes, he likes a spunky that. underdog, bro. Oh, spunk, the kid, kid loves a spunky underdog. No, I, I like a more <laughs> traditional QB because you like a feel good story. Proven track record with that QB. What I don't understand is like people need to throw away Fields as rookie year. That does not count. Yes, Pat Mahomes is not a it traditional does not. QB. No, it does not. He's, no, he's already not. improved. Where last year he didn't barely threw what maybe one two hundred yard game. He's already uh, he's already had more two hundred yard games. He had the two games against uh, Denver and uh, Washington. Like now with the thumb injury, it sucks because it feels like it's a setback. <laughs> Yeah, they were probably protecting him when he first got back, but they, it's like, let the he still has to develop. It takes time for some of these guys, and everybody's like, you're a pacifist for Fields. The thing is, like, you got to give him time, build the squad up for him. <laughs> hey, he love a good Steve-o. Steve-o's Steve-o's no, Hey, no, no, no. So, I am a CJ Stroud fan. I like his game. Uh, Nick Foles did have a moment where Jesus, I, I like him. Cachet, what's going Cachet, on here? The That's white crazy. man lover. There's a white man speaking. <laughs> hey, I don't know about all that, Cachet. Chill out on that one. That um, was crazy. I do like a more traditional QB. I like a QB who can run, not one that depends on his running ability. I, I want Aaron I'm, I'm going to be honest be a black with you. I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson, the runner, for the first couple <laughs> uh, seasons. But this version of Lamar? I, I love this version of Lamar because I want just Pat just told you work. the reason why it's it's a different version of Lamar though. They just they just gave nobody line and a better offensive <laughs> nobody hey, No, no, JC, who's this number one receiver? Zay Flowers. Lamar? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, right? They drafted Zay Flowers. Yeah. Yes. Zay Flowers so far. Would you say Zay Flowers is better than Hollywood Brown? Yes. yes. I think they're about the same. <laughs> yes. I think yeah. they're about the same. I no. think they're about the same. Now, does no. Zay Flowers have a higher ceiling? Maybe. Yes, yes and oh, yes maybe. to both of those questions. <laughs> but they're both like, I think they're about the same receiver, the same build almost. Like, there's right. this, it's the same. He build also is different, build is different from field. production on the field, though. Now, I don't well, care if they're 6'3". They got a good running game. They got a strong defense. Right. Chase Claypool has a, has a build compared to DK Metcalf. And here's the thing. The, the difference is not the wide receiver. The difference is the time that Lamar Jackson actually gets to throw the ball now. Yeah. Right. Like receiver, like Hollywood Brown was a fine receiver on his team, but like <laughs> Hollywood Brown at the same time was on a team with Lamar Jackson where Hollywood Brown was the only option. He's just like, I'm going to be down here eventually. Yeah. You had Duvernay and Bateman as the other people. Ugh. And then Mark Andrews. I forgot about Duvernay. Duvernay I mean, was gross. Mark Andrews. Like he wasn't a good tight end. Like, but he, Mark Andrews. That's all he had. I'm not crapping on him. I'm saying that's all he had. But history has shown that you don't necessarily need – it's nice to have a top number one receiver, of course, but there's been many examples of having a balanced group. If you got a good scheme and a balanced approach, I still feel like our running game needs some help. It's not as dominant as I'd like it to be. And so you're asking – everything is you're dumping everything on fields with questionable play calling, and on top of that, you're dealing with you know some questionable line play. So if the line can't even make the holes for the running game, the running backs, 
It's like it's it's not consistent. Well, you I know mean, what history has never showed? A team being successful without a good offensive line. We need an offensive line. <laughs> ah, Joe Burrow is yeah. successful without an offensive line. He didn't win, though. Yeah, right. Hey, hey we, Joe, we don't have Super Bowl aspirations, my boy. We we talk we talking about <laughs> yes, we I want to hey we ain't going what? to no time. So if so that's the case, that means that we did well in the 05, the 05 team, 06. Hey, I mean, we, we got we, there. Hey, hey, we did. We did do well. We did, we did. We did. I'm saying a, we got hey, there, but hey, Joe, hey, Joe, that's, that's a whole different situation. We got to a Super Bowl with no quarterback. Hey, that's hey, impossible. And that <laughs> shows you with a legendary team in a running game. Defense, hey, look, the quarterback has to hey, look, be pretty good. Hey, ain't that team rated 98 on Madden and they don't yeah, have No, nah, bro, listen. Getting to a Super Bowl with no quarterback is insane, bro. Like, if think about it. Even well, on the run – that the that the Ravens went on, Joe Flacco caught fire. That yeah, man, yeah. Flacco was a monster. And look, <laughs> the thing is with Gross, now one season got that hundred M's, it was trash. Hey, look, look, hey, look Gross, Eli, Eli Super Bowls, Eli was on fire. No, he man. got hot at the right time. They had Earth winning, he got fire. hot at the right time. Yeah, but, but it was more about Earth winning fire. Hey, on hey but Joe, but Joe, there was no game in the playoffs where Rex Grossman got hot at the right time. <laughs> he did, yeah. The Saints, he beat the Saints, he Bro, did enough. I do. Bro, bro, the Saints. And did, he was. The he Saints was, he couldn't move the ball. <laughs> he was. Listen. Look. What's the score there was moments game? where he was at the, the bottom of the trash bowl, bin, uh, the and NFC there was moments where he was just bowl. on top, but he was still in the trash bin. He did enough, but the problem was the scheme, the coaching <laughs> failed. They stopped running the ball. Joe, Joe, we won thirty-nine to fourteen. The Saints couldn't score. But we scored. No, it felt he like thought he it was a, a closer game, didn't you? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I didn't think it was, no, I remember him making key throws. I'm not gonna say it was a close game. He hey, made hey, Joe, throws hey, where Joe, it got out of hand. Joe, he was 11 for 26, 144 yards, and one touchdown. Hey, fellas, you know I think it's time to shut he, it down. This man made... said Rex was good, bro. <laughs> Who? Who just said that? Hey, somebody said Rex was good. Not only do hey, I now know, like you better be trolling at Florida because it was a key moment that Rex. Hey. It's not. It was that he made. He did something where it was like it broke the game, because hey, it could have went the other way. That's Joe, he I'm was a, Joe. He was eleven for twenty six, brother. Oh my god, he was great, you know dog. What, Pat, you're you're right. He was great. I, I, don't I know. know. You don't have to tell me. I, I know. He was eleven for twenty six. How many yards? How many drinks he didn't had, man. One hundred forty four. Terrible. <laughs> I thought it was the trash. Hey, hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Watch this. Yeah, how many yards? One hundred forty four. How much? How many yards he average a game? Uh, I have no idea how many yards. Just... I wasn't making the case for Rex <laughs> hey, for Hall of make, Fame. Did he average just saying... field numbers? Who Rex? No, I think he had like three thousand yards. No, yeah, the, the pro... I'm trolling, <laughs> but if he really did, that's bad, dog. <laughs> My point was that you clearly you just need. Of course, we all want the dominant quarterback to do their thing, but we've seen examples that when you got the team built, a la like a a, a chief squad. Then when we finally get the guy, if it's Fields, cool. If it's not, and we got to get, get our other guy, but everything is in place. The infrastructure is in place. Justin F or uh, Rex Grossman had a 50. Bro, the, the NFL was so different. <laughs> he had a 55% completion percentage. No, look at His that. whole career. Mm -hmm. oh. And Muzz would talk about him as good Rex, bad Rex. Hey, dog, Dan Marino had like a 58% completion rate. No, Dan Marino had above a 60% completion percentage. Well, back Marino then, wasn't was the, the completion the percentage like a little bit lower? <laughs> no, it's always about 60%. It's always about completing really? 60%. Nah, yeah. back, back then, it did. Back I then, it was. In the 70s, I thought it was a little bit lower. In the 70s, it was. 
No, Dan Marino was like someone when they didn't expect. He was a rookie that got to the Super Bowl. Nobody yeah, was expecting Dan, Dan Marino. Dan Marino they had was good receivers. In his own world. Dan yeah. Marino had. He was 58. He finished 59.4, He was around since he finished his he finished his career elite 60, 62, 64. I Dan. Hey, Dan was slanging that thing. Quincy Jackson, I do remember the snow. I do remember that. I'm just saying yeah. I felt yeah. like Rex made a key throw. I'm not saying Rex was talking about this one. No, no. Well, maybe it was one throw. The point is, it, it they did enough where we got to the Super Bowl, and then they lost. Hey, hey he he existed in that game. <laughs> hey, but at the end of the day, y'all. Hey, we didn't had too much fun. Joe Joe jumped in, and we did seventeen minutes extra. Good lord. <laughs> hey man, pre- oh James, JC out of there. He's, he's uh, okay. Hey man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel, only channel talk Chicago sports. How Chicago talk? JC's internet basically said, "I'm done here." Super producer Joel, hold hey, I gotta ask a question for the chat, dog. I gotta ask a question. Do y'all just like us just sitting here chilling like this? Because it's been like. 200 people just chilling with us for we we didn't start we ain't talked about nothing for the last 15 minutes and we increased what are you talking about you just erased what i just talked about when i got a great conversation don't you ever discredit (laughs) (laughs) bald man here hey we need to we might be doing more of these since uh Oh, yeah, I do got to tell y'all that. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and sticking around. For everybody who tunes in on the live calls. Oh, they say yes. Um, y'all the homies. I bet. We didn't got a, we didn't got a little bit too big. And uh, <laughs> we technically always knew live calls were illegal. But, you know, now the companies that pay a lot of money for the live calls have kind of said uh y'all keep doing that and uh we're gonna take some money off of y'all hands and we ain't got no money like we got money but we ain't got no money like that must can be taking money off of our hands i'm broke so, baby. uh <laughs> unfortunately the uh the the chicago bulls live calls are dead no you just got converted to watch whoa Really? It might end up being watch parties, but the actual play-by-play portion of it is dead. Um, <laughs> bro, we've been, I ain't gonna lie to you. Dude, what did you do to Stacey King, man? What, what's bro, I ain't gonna no, listen, 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 stole all thing. of our taglines and everything, hey, bro. Stacey just stole everything we <laughs> they got. They tried to take my line. Put us out of business. <laughs> no, um, and it sucks. It sucks because, uh, I mean, this channel is kind of built off of live calls. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, this channel is very much built off of live calls. It, it has been grown a lot off of doing those live calls. But uh, we will uh, we will we will try to find a way to watch parties. Don't get in here. We ain't going to call the game, but we going to watch it. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Like, it's. It, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'm more hurt than anybody about it because I really enjoy doing it. Yeah, you it's clearly do. So much fun. Dude. <laughs> hey, Joe hit me. Joe hit me with. I called Joe. Joe was the first person I called. I said, "Hey, bro." Uh, basically, they said they're gonna come through and, and and hit us with the you dig if if we don't uh, stop playing around with these with these live calls. And Joe said, "Well, Pat, you don't have any money, so that's the end of the live calls." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I haven't really. 
<laughs> he said, he said, I haven't been paid. I can't get you. <laughs> I can't get sued. <laughs> How do you get bro. sued for something? Like, <laughs> hey, but you know hey, what, though? Bro. Gilbert Arenas does his watch parties. There's a lot of YouTubers. We might, do, we might do the watch parties. We might keep the watch parties going over on playback. Um, because playback is kind of a more you got to sign in and do it, which also comes with an NBA agreement. Um, so I think that we can kind of supersede it that way. I don't think I can call it over there, but I do think that I can supersede it. But uh, we still gonna have a ton of Bulls content coming y'all way. You know what I mean? Um, we're gonna have so much Bulls content happening. We're gonna have maybe there's some way they, there's a lot of NBA stuff out there now too, where you can kind of. Put it on the screen and get away with it. Um, that sounded yeah, bad. we could do highlight stuff and break it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's and that's that, that might that might be what it comes to, right? Because the thing about the whole play by play is and, and full disclosure with it's nothing like crazy, like it's a law that I've known the entire time I've done it, right? Um, but there's <laughs> nothing the wrong with reacting to it. So Nothing it might anymore. become that we do reaction videos, it might become who sent the letter pay. I, I said the the company that Paid a lot of money for the rights to do play-by-play. -play. <laughs> now, technically, it wasn't a letter. It was the heads up to the possibility of the letter. So we're going to avoid the letter. Because when you get the letter, then you got to go pay money. I ain't got no money. And then that's a I YouTube no strike money. and all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, So we're we not going to no risk money. the channel. We're not going to risk... Uh, <laughs> But he said ski mask uh, way. Many bread out of our pockets. <laughs> ski mask so. way. The ransom notes are far from handsome. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna uh, we're gonna find a way to pivot. I guarantee you that. Whether it's me doing reaction videos to it, which is a hundred percent completely fine. Um, whether it's me doing which maybe I do reaction videos to more NBA content outside of just the Bulls as well. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a ton of things that we can do. So uh, we're going to still give y'all y'all Bulls content that y'all looking for. Of Should course, we're going to talk Bulls stuff? on this mug. Zach Levine wants out. We don't know what's going on, but he's committed. Right? He's committed. We'll see. Uh, we, as always, he's man, committed. Should we tell him about the other uh, <coughs> other development thing that's possibly happening? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, nah, we should just show up with that. Nah, yeah, we just got we just got to show okay. up on that one. We just got to show up on that one. <laughs> we got we got good news on top of the Yeah, you know I mean, it's good, news. good news. Good, good news, too, Bad news that's first, good huh? news, too. Uh, Joe's pregnant. Anyway, we appreciate you guys hey. for tuning in. Go and love. Hit yeah. that like button. Subscribe. Wait a minute. <laughs> you mean I can't get anybody pregnant? Hey. Well, uh, hey. Joel, I I, I heard that uh, you were out there with uh... Zion Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that you were around Zion. You know that notification goes off whenever he That's enters crazy. the city. You uh, are a connoisseur. Hope a connoisseur, my guy. <laughs> no, in all sincerity, though, we appreciate you all. Wanted to let you all know. But like Pat said, going to have the content out. Going to see more of us. And if these watch parties and, and these moments where we just kicking is actually something you all stick around with, which, again, it's 152 of you all that stuck around, which is amazing because normally it just totally takes off because we ain't talking about the Bears no more. But you all stuck around for this. Yes. Then uh, we're going to keep doing it. We can pivot to that. And you all can now have that barbershop feel. That made you all like us in the first place because oh, we ain't nobody we still the people with the blue curtain that's moving in the background well hey listen i can't keep saying we ain't nobody we didn't we getting letters i wasn't there for that we, we low-key becoming somebody yeah i mean we we not we ain't nobody yet we need an nwa we moment somebody we need this mean, you're not down here <laughs> hey man appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us y'all stay safe out there as always hit that like button subscribe Trubisky to the page man 
We'll see y'all. Yeah, that sounds about right. Y'all stay safe. That's out a there. good thing. Go one love. Yeah, he threw a pick already. The game just That's started. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> Come on, bitch. What is happening, baby? I told you. I told you, kid. I told you. Hey. The new year is the perfect time to start building credit scores. Because when your credit scores increase, your opportunities do too. Like loan approvals and lower interest rates. Chime makes it easier to keep building your credit with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. You can use Credit Builder everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Chime helps you build your credit score safely by using your own money to make everyday purchases and on-time payments. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a $200 qualifying direct deposit. And don't stress, there's no annual fee or credit check required to apply and get started. Start building your credit history and finding new opportunities with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.